Calling all writers, this is a message for anyone who thinks that they can stump Joe with a story. Whether you can write a story that you think that Joe will think is true, or know of a story that's so ridiculous that he may think it's fake, please send them in to allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. And if your story is selected, at the very end of the podcast, we will give you credit once it's revealed to be either true or false. So please feel free to write us your stories or send us a true story at allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you. Welcome back, listeners, to the Allegedly Podcast. My name is Alex, and with me always is Joe. Woo! Ding, ding. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to do it, too. And I was like, I no, think, that's cheesy. <laughs> I think I did it early. I, I think I should have, like, as soon as I did it, I was like, I should have I waited until we started and been like, okay, let's go. Ding, ding. But, you know, it I would... fucked up. <laughs> well, I mean, as we know in boxing, they always ring the bell. At least a good two minutes before the match. Yeah, I mean, oh wait, was that a fake fact? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, it was. (laughs) You got me. Oh man, I'm on a roll today, and I'm not even the one guessing. I'm already ahead of you. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, it's a competition. (laughs) (laughs) So today, if you haven't already guessed, we are carrying over our theme of boxing from last week, and I got ten facts here. Rapid fire facts to feed over to Joe, and he has to tell me which facts are real or which ones are faked. Are you ready to go, Joe? Ding, ding. (laughs) Gloves up. (laughs) No guessing, but was it no guessing below the belt? (laughs) (laughs) I want a good clean. I want a good clean round. (laughs) All right, dude. All right. Well, then I will jump straight into it. Fact. There we go. All right. Fact number one. This one's pretty short. Traditionally, boxing gloves used to be made from the stomachs of cows. Mm. Cow stomachs, bro. That, that would that would explain the shape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a cow stomach? Well, I guess it all depends on which of their seven. Which which of the I've only seen stomachs? I've only seen two and three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like the Fast and Furious movies. I've, I've missed a few. <laughs> You haven't seen the OG stomach, bro? <laughs> Is that the one that's kind of like Point Break? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All the or, is that the, or is that the one in Tokyo? Yeah. No, that's exactly what you're just like. That's my fifth stomach. It's not as good, but it's got a rock. <laughs> well, I'm going I'm to come out bobbing and weaving. I'm going to dodge this one and say, I'm going to say this one's false. This one is false. Hmm. I think boxing gloves have always kind of been made of leather because, you know, logic. Well, cows are leather, so I guess. Right. But, well, I guess uh, you could leather anything. Yeah, you could you could tan any hide. So I guess right. cow leather, I guess, is the, yeah. So their skin, not their stomach skin. <laughs> throw out the anatomically correct terms. The good old body skin versus the stomach skin. <laughs> not, the, not the outside skin, the inside skin. The, the the internal epidermis epidermis <laughs> yeah look at us being all scientific <laughs> our, our audience just got you know five percent smarter a little bit a little bit smarter. 
granted, we we dumbed them down a good ten percent with the Fast and Furious references, but yeah, well, we'll, we we'll break even by the end. We don't mention Fast and Furious again on the podcast. We just keep building them back up. We'll we'll gain back that five percent. <laughs> All right. Fact number two: George Foreman financially benefited more from his grills than from his boxing career. Oh, that's got to be true. There's <laughs> no fucking that? way. Why do you say that, way. bro? Why do you look at this guy? He, dude, this Foreman is legend in the boxing. Yeah, that doesn't mean they made that much money, though. (laughs) Not fucking grill money, dude. (laughs) Okay, you'd be right again. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just be making grill money and getting punched in the face. He's rolling in that grill money, bro. Yes, he financially benefited way more. Um, having sold over 100 million units in its first 15 years of release. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You just got to knock out that fat. You oh. did knock it out. Ding, ding. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> he, listen, he, according to reports gathered, um, Sultan Inc., which is the company that produced it, paid him more or paid him 138 million to obtain the right to use uh, his name. Before that, he paid 40% of the profits of every grill that was sold. He earned $4.5 million a month in payouts at the grills. $4.5 million a month. Oh, my God. Foreman estimated to have made over $200 million from endorsements. Yeah. Fuck yes, dude. Dude, it pays to be grilling, you know? Dude, you know what? Dude, just ask Shaq. He has 900 commercials, dude. Oh, dude, he's, he's rolling that gold bond money, man. Dude, got the general insurance. <laughs> I forgot about the general insurance. Dude, I swear to God, one time I was watching, I was watching some sporting thing, a game, and uh, there was f- like four Shaq commercials within an hour, and I swear <laughs> to God, in two of them, he was wearing the same T-shirt. <laughs> like he just went from one studio to the next. <laughs> like gold bond insurance, it gets the pain out. General. What's a happening? Like he just like he didn't even fucking leave the green screen. <laughs> Probably shot in the same studio, dude. They're Fuck like, yeah, okay, dude. Mr. O'Neill, you're on set at you know set Studio Five right now, right, right. down a three minute walk. <laughs> dude, he had a fucking half hour day, dude. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's trying to, dude, he's trying, he probably does enough commercials in a row to warrant his own, like, sitcom. You just mash all the commercials together, <laughs> and that makes a TV show. It'd probably be better than that stupid Rob Schneider TV show, so. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, okay, well, you are on a roll, Joe. You, you, two for two right now. Right now, you're still motioning. That was, you know. that's a, that's just the ego before the fall right there. Okay, next fact. Jake Gerald has the record for the most deaths in his professional boxing, <laughs> having died once before in the ring, being resuscitated, and then coming back to continue his professional career. I don't know this guy. I don't even know if he's a real guy. <laughs> Could it be imagination? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if Mick, Mick Foley can break his back in the Rage in the Cage... <laughs> and fucking come back. Fuck it. I'm going true, buddy. This one is false. God damn it. Jake, I'm sorry to say, Jake Gerald never even lived to have died. So. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Jake Gerald. That's a fake name if I ever heard. I should have known. 
Watch, there's a Jake Gerald listening like, I thought my name was pretty cool. Well, I hate to tell it to you, Jake Gerald. You're living a lie. <laughs> He's probably told in witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> Just outed him. <laughs> okay, so. All right, Sorry, Jake, you're about first... to get shot by the mob. <laughs> you're about to get gunned, dude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you got your first miss. So God damn it. Sorry to hear that. It's okay, Take, though. Taking one on the chin. Yeah, you did, but you, you you're still standing. You know, you, I didn't hear no bell. You know. <laughs> so ne- next fact, fact number four. <laughs> <laughs> nope, this is number ten. <laughs> I've you only did missed, it, Joe. I've, o- I've only missed one. <laughs> In Russian, or uh, wait, sorry, I worded this one wrong. In Russia, boxers consider death in the ring as taboo, saying that your spirit. Will never truly find rest if you die while you're boxing. Mm. Russia's a weird one because, like, like I have a feeling they have a lot of superstitions, but they also carry themselves like they don't give too much of fucks. It's a good facade, you know. Like, mm-hmm. like it's a guy that's like stone faced, like you know, you only get one life. You, you don't, you know, you go and you wrestle a couple of bears and then you die. And that's how it is. And then you see him like purposely avoiding like black cats and not walking under ladders. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, as we as we know, those cats got radios on the back of them. So mm-hmm. maybe that's <laughs> why, dude. Black Callback. cats, easy to put a radio on because it blends right <laughs> in. Notice like we know we have learned. He's <laughs> learned from the James Bond. Oh, no, that was German. Oh, well, I fucked up. <laughs> I don't. I'm going to tell you, I don't know what that accent was, so... <laughs> You're pleading the fifth. <laughs> um, man, I have a feeling this one could go either way. I'm going to keep swinging with, with, the, with the truth knockout. That's a miss again. God damn it. So this one is considered false. Came up with it in my own brain, and uh, I don't think Russians give a fuck. <laughs> See... That was the thing. Like, I mean, it's all gray and grainy over there, like a James Jason Bourne movie. I don't think they care too much. They don't. They care more about, you know, staying alive in real life rather than, like, you know, boxing. Okay. So, fact number five. Okay. Fact number five. In 1949, there was an official boxing match between a bear and a man. True. 100%. You don't want to think about this? No, 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 no. Hundred percent, this fucking happened. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> confident, confident. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so, to be like all the ones I think about, I get wrong. I, I, do, I think I just need to start shooting from the hip here. So, in 1949, an official boxing match between Gus or Guis. I don't know, Waldorf, and a bear took place. The bear was wore boxing gloves and, and, it, and its claws and a muzzle on its mouth to prevent biting. The match was under thorough surveillance from securities, judges, and various professionals. Man and bear exchanged brutal punches in the first round until the bear sneaked him with a killer big rifle. <laughs> which sent him temporarily off uh off the grid, the bear won a belt for its victory. So he, hey, oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome! It knocked him the fuck out. Oh, it's a bear. This, like, this, I believe in Russia. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
All right, well, you nailed you nailed the fuck on that one right on the chin, dude. <laughs> All right, fact number six: boxing gloves are actually more dangerous and result in more deaths than bare knuckle boxing in a professional boxing capacity. Oh, mm, see, I, to, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking too much, but I think that's kind of a tricking wording because obviously padding will help. Maybe not, though. I don't know. But I think it's more of like, I don't think it has anything to do with the gloves. I think it's how you fight because you don't want to bust a knuckle. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's not the gloves itself because the gloves allow you to just punch in the face more. So I'm going to say it's not the gloves that result. It's the style of fighting. So I'm going to say false. This one's actually true. Mother, See? Uh, see, I need to start shooting from the hip. So, so... Basically, the explanation is the boxing gloves are introduced in order to prolong fights because you wouldn't be bruised as easily. However, oh. the results of getting your head rattled, getting knocked out, those are quicker, right? So like you said, it changes your fighting pattern, but you can break a knuckle on a rib, right? Or a head. Right. Whereas, you know, normally, no multiple headshots with a bare knuckle, because people think if you get hit in the face with a bare knuckle, it's going to be way more aggressive than if you got hit in the face with a, a boxing glove. Now, where there's a lot of things that are true behind that, right? There's also a lot of falsehoods. Now, this doesn't say that bare knuckle fucking boxing is like safe, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. And people walk away from this bag. Like, there was just there was just some twelve year old who really hates his brother right now. He's like, I heard bare knuckle, but just goes and knocks him out. Yeah. Hey, I heard it was safe. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Everybody that's listening, that that can still result in a death, and don't do it. But from a professional capacity, from professional fighting, I think fights end more quickly and with less like your brain being rattled than right because you're just taking more just yeah. sustained shots. Yeah, yeah, you you keep going. So, mm-hmm. so that that's that's at least the explanation that they give. Well, son of a bitch, man, I'm back to five hundred on this. Not doing so hot here. Taking some body shots here. I do. It's coming back. It's coming back. I need. All I need right. to go back to my quick jabs. Yeah. <laughs> Duck and weave. Quick jabs. Stick it to him. Stick it. All right. Fact number seven. The longest boxing match in history lasted more than seven hours. Oof. See, I, I noticed that, like, because old school boxing used to be really fucking weird. Yeah. And like, bite it. You could used to be able to bite and. And like grab people's face, like and grapple and and stuff, and like it literally didn't end until someone was like fucking knocked out. Right. So like I know there's stuff of like dudes or doing like forty five rounds, you know, <laughs> or something. Right. Like there was no going to the cards. Like someone had to win. So I'm gonna say true. That one is true. Mm. So American boxers Andy Bowen and Jack Burke spent the largest number of rounds and time in the ring. This was a boxing match, or this boxing match took place in 19 or 1893. So, yeah, it's old school boxing matches. I think you're right. They just, whoever gives up or doesn't stand anymore, that, that's what ends. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how either one of them just didn't die after it. I mean, do you well, hear how many times people gotta... died in the first episode? Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one, no one was, is this ghost? Well, it's ghost boxing. So, ghost I mean, boxers. <laughs> <laughs> all right dude you, you nailed it you got it okay you're coming back mm. all right fact number eight 
in Florida in 1937. There was a sport called firefighting, where the combatants would light their gloves on fire when they would fight. This was a very popular sport until it was officially outlawed in 1942. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I want this one to be true. Just feel it. You it's, know I mean, it's, like, fo- it's, the, you know, it's the early 1900s or early-ish. Florida. Florida. <laughs> I don't know. Anything goes down in Florida, I'm going to take the one, two, one, two truth bomb here. One false bomb. God damn it. It's too good. It was too good. Yeah, it was too good. It, it Like, I, I made sure that it was in Florida. You know what I mean? <laughs> Throw you off that scent a little bit. Early, early days, Florida, firefighting. I mean, I, I mean, might, it might, might be happening right now, story. honestly. Yeah, like, what if somebody's listening to this podcast and they're like, that sounds like a great idea. Like, starts off in, like, Georgia or something. Start, start fighting gators. Yeah. <laughs> We heard that the flame box and stops COVID. (laughs) (laughs) You just snort your invermectum, you get in a ring, you light your gloves on fire, you punch each other until somebody says stop. Right. I mean, you you really don't got to be worrying about coughing after that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, you you punch that vaccine right in the face. There's two things that I know you're going to walk away with. Some minor burns. And you're not going to have a single worm in your body. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, Joe. That one was a that was a miss, too. Mm. All right. Mm. Fact number nine. It used to be allowed to throw your opponent out of the ring in boxing and continue to fight outside of the ring. This was later replaced by more contemporary rules that prevented you from doing so. True. This one's false again. God damn it. I was like, oh, I thought too much. I think uh, you're uh, thinking. Uh, uh, it hurts. It hurts <laughs> so bad. Cut me, Nick. Cut me. Cut me. Yeah. No, this one. Uh, this one I thought was hilarious because I was like, God, could you imagine? You're just at a boxing ring and somebody throws them out <laughs> and they're like, keep fighting. And they just keep throwing. The, the, the messed up thing is, yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, it's only mad. I mean, honestly, it's probably why people go to WWE matches and shit like that. It's probably way too much fun, but like people would die left and right if that happened. Again, seems like a thing we would do. <laughs> Merka. We really we really don't learn our lesson. <laughs> All right. Fact number 10. Muhammad Ali traditionally never refused an autograph from a fan or to give an autograph to. Oh. Man, I'm I'm on the ropes here. God, uh, <clears throat> I don't feel so good, bud. I started out so hot. You what did. happened? What happened? You might have I to go like back it. to train. You need a training montage after this. I do. I do. I need to. Oh, I need to punch some meat. <laughs> Maybe eat some meat. No, no, I'm just hungry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need some meat. <laughs> uh, you know, bacon sounds good. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think. I, I'm getting sidetracked. Getting sidetracked. Medium rare. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm, oh, come on. Uh, come on, champ. Be a good guy. Let's yeah, go with true. Yes. You got to remember, Mick loves you. That's the montage in the brain right now. Come on, Reggie. Get out, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You think? All right. I think, I think the champ was a nice guy. I'm going to go with true. This one is true. Yes. So the story behind this one is uh, I think his name was Sugar. What is it? Sugar Ray Lewis. 
Sugar. Sugar uh, Johnson. Smith. Uh, Weinstein. <laughs> it's not Sugar Ray Leonard. Were you right? I said Lewis, but it might be Leonard. Um, I said, hold on, let me make sure. Okay. Or no, Sugar Ray Robinson. That's who it was. So obviously, obvi- true. <laughs> Sorry. So, so the story goes. We'll edit all this out. But the story goes that Muhammad Ali worshipped Sugar Ray Robinson, and um, one day got the opportunity to ask for an autograph from him while he was growing up, and mm. Robinson turned him down. Said no. Right. That devastated uh, Muhammad Ali. And so when he grew up and became one of the friggin' best known fighters of all time, he took a stance to never refuse a fan's autograph because of how he felt when he got it rejected. Right on, champ. Right yeah. on. He's a champ for the reason, man. Oh. He did it. Floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. <laughs> soft inside. He is, dude. Softy. Softy, softy on the inside. He did. He signed every autograph. So, yeah. All right, dude. Let's tally this up. Dude, you took a couple Ugh. of cross and hooks and bombs Ugh. this round, dude. It went. It went to the cards, and I think it's a tie. <laughs> hey, re- <laughs> real quick. Sorry, I, I don't know if I marked this down. Did you say um, the longest la- uh, battle lasted more than seven hours? Did you say that was true? I did say that was true. Okay, so you went five for five. Yeah, straight down the middle. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Dude, this was a tough one. We don't know a fucking, lot about boxing, but uh fucking boxing in prisons, my goddamn enemies, dude. <laughs> well, hold on. Fitting a fitting a ladder up your ass. That's <laughs> that's one thing, right? Like that'll get you. That'll get you. <laughs> fucking Florida gets me every goddamn time. It does, dude. I need to just start centering my facts around Florida. Because right. they... like I would say they're all true. <laughs> They're all right. Hey, look, you know, some of them are going to be right. Holy shit, dude. No, that's good shit, man. Well, you did it 50 50. That's not the worst week I think you ever had. I thought you got four. Didn't you on the prisons one? Yeah, yeah. This is this is the this is the my low point. Oh, my. This is, this is rock bottom, Alex. You're, you're witnessing it. Oh, dude, if, if I have a say in it, dude, I'm going to get you on one where you don't get a single one right. I'll, I'll get you one of these days. Oh, that's just mean. That's just mean. <laughs> Well, we're friends. Like you, I should want you to be successful. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't see the single tear right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go punch some meat. I'm gonna get stronger. Start watching Jeopardy. <laughs> You're like, fucking, that's true. I'm gonna know everything next time. You'll see, Dad. I mean, yeah. Alex. I'm like. I'm like. I guess we will see. <laughs> 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 All right. You wanna. You wanna close this one out? No. Can't make me. <laughs> You're my real dad. <laughs> Shut up, Todd. Uh, <laughs> don't know me. <laughs> well, Todd might not know me, but I know this is the end of the episode. <laughs> Todd's just like, you kid. he's like in the corner, just shaking his head in your shop. He's just like, <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, except Todd for listening. We'll see y'all next week when we're going back to our long-form episode. We're here every Monday, wherever you find fine podcasting. See you see around. No, I said Fuck it yeah. first. yeah. I fucking got you. No, I, I said it first. Take that, Todd. <laughs> Todd just, like, looks at you and he gives, like, a nod. Yeah. <laughs>